Hello and welcome to the Fingal Library Show on 92.5 Phoenix FM. We are also available as a podcast on Anchor.fm and Spotify. I nearly forgot the title there of the thing that we were trying to do. Your head's just so full of information, Andy. It's packed with libraries information. Lots of upcoming events. It's 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 just spilling out of your your brain. It is indeed. Don will welcome along. How are you? Very good. And yourself, Andy? Good. As you see, there's a seamless start to the show this week, as always. Yeah. We have high standards here on the, on, on the FL show. We do indeed. So, Andy, t- today we have some very exciting news for the listeners, and that is about a new library campaign. We do indeed. So, um, on the 25th of February, which is this month, we have our new national campaign, which is called Ireland Reads Day. And it is basically to promote the power of reading for enjoyment and well-being. Um, basically, you know, combating a kind of lockdown and c- encouraging everyone, young and old, to get back into the habit of reading and to regularly set aside time to sit down and read um, whatever it is you want to read, whether it be a book, a poem, newspaper, comics, magazines, uh, whatever works for you, basically. Um, so we want everyone to, to enjoy the experience of reading, um, which we are always trying to promote here in, in the library and on the show. Um, so yeah, so family, friends, uh, book clubs, everyone doing kind of different online book clubs. Uh, we want everybody to get involved. Absolutely. Yeah, we're looking for people to pledge a certain uh, amount of reading hours um, per per week that they want to continue with starting on the Ireland Reads Day on the 25th of February. So you can you can make your pledge on um, the website, which is irelandreads.ie. And uh, if you're not sure what you want to read, there's a very helpful tool there which can um, give you some suggestions and even lead you to resources where you can either buy the book from a local bookshop or go to or get it from your local library as a physical book or as an ebook. Brilliant. That's fantastic. So that's www.irelandreads.ie, 25th of February. Squeeze in a read. That's what we want. Indeed. As I said, there's a there's a great tool on the website there. Um but if something maybe doesn't tickle your fancy, we also have our as I said our podcasts on anchor.fm and on Spotify as well. If you want to give them a listen, um, we'll all, we always have different uh, recommended reads and stuff like that as well. Um, if you're looking true. to pick something up, whether it be fiction or nonfiction, or uh, there's children's uh, recommended books there as well uh, on our different podcasts. So something for everyone. Absolutely. And yeah, I, I, I know I certainly could do with spending a bit more time reading and a lot less time and looking at screens. I think a lot of us are probably in the same boat right about now. So I think it's a, it's a great initiative and um, I look forward to it and I'm sure it's going to be very successful. So for you, Donald, save the date, 25th of February. The 20th. And you know what? For I do need to save the date because I'm very forgetful. And that's why there's another helpful tool on that website where if you enter your email address, it'll send you a handy reminder. So I think, I think I'll have to avail of that service myself. Yeah, I did. I did see that. That that's pretty, uh, pretty good. All right, and a very um, visually a very, a very nice website as well. It is. It is website. nice. It's 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 as nice looking as you are, Andy. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> you haven't seen me. You're very, very welcome. 
you haven't seen me with my lockdown hairstyle at the moment so but anyway uh, yeah. I'll, I'll take that one thank you very much so as you said that's ireland greed's day on the 25th of february yes and as well as this we have this new campaign and we have andy's new haircut we also have some new finger libraries e-services yeah so yeah if you didn't catch catch us talking about them last week we have lexia that's one of our new e-services. So Lexia is an online program designed to help improve reading skills. What Lexia users get to practice and develop the skills that make a successful reader. These include fluency, vocabulary, and comprehension. The programs have been proven to accelerate progress and close the reading gap so that personalized learning can be achieved. They're also designed in a way which enables learners to use the program at school, in the library, or at home. And there's two versions of Lexia available to our library members. One is Lexia Core 5. That's suitable for use by primary school pupils. And then we also have Lexia Power Up, and that is a literacy a literacy program for secondary school students and adults. And uh, if you'd like to sign up to Lexia, just um, shoot an email to Lexia. That's L-E-X-I-A at Fingal.ie to sign up. Brilliant. And our yeah. next new uh, e-service is our Coding Ireland tool. Uh, so through coding, uh, children can become digit digitally literate in a new language, uh, one that's becoming increasingly important. Um, so the coding fosters creativity and helps learning process by allowing coders to learn through doing and experimentation. Uh, so yeah, fantastic tool. I've uh, played around with it a bit and done a bit of training on it. Uh, so it's, easily, it's an easily accessible tool for uh, parents and children. In, who are interested in learning how to code. Um, so all you will need is a valid library membership to access the service. And if you go on to fingal.ie and the library's homepage, there is a link in our e-services and you can join up to Coding Ireland and all its um, all of the different kind of online classes uh, there. That's, so that's all you need. So it's just your valid library membership and go on to fingal.ie, library's homepage, and you can join up to Coding Ireland there. Yeah, another fantastic resource. Um, and it's, it'll destined to be a very popular one too. Anything with coding, though, is very popular for libraries. It is indeed, yeah. Uh, any of the classes and stuff like that through the, that are, were taking place in the library. Um, Fill right up. Yeah, even the kind of robotics classes and coding, all very, very popular uh, with the young people uh, at the moment. So uh, there's a free resource for, for any of our um for any of our library members there at the moment. So fantastic tool, as you said, and especially now at this time as well. Absolutely. And now Andy, for the day that's in of you know, I thought I'd I'd look at one of the most celebrated authors of all time, because we just had his, his uh, birthday passed there on the 7th of February. Uh, you want to have a guess who it might be? It's a, it's a very famous 19th century novelist, perhaps the most famous 19th century British novelist. Mm. Any guesses? Dun, 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 dun. Would he be in the classics section? In the library? He would. He would. He'd have a couple of books there. Um, 
I only really Please, want sir, to I must press you for an answer. Ah, oh, got, you got me there. Um, Dickens, I would have to say, after you gave me that little clue, thank you very much. The very man himself. So I have a, I have a nice little uh, kind of breakdown of Dickens' life. It's, it's quite interesting. So I thought we would do him the honour on this you know, belated birthday to, uh, to read out a little bit about Charles Dickens to, and end the show that way. So here we go. Charles Dickens, the cheerfulest man of his age. On the 7th of February in 1812 in Portsmouth was born the greatest or at least the most prolific of the great 19th century novelists, Charles Dickens. Lionized when alive, still venerated almost two centuries later, he penned a whole pantheon of works so unique in their style and ability to portray character and caricature that we still use a derivation of his name, Dickensian, to describe both squalid living conditions and humorous, if sometimes repulsive, people. Although of a middle-class family, Dickens was withdrawn from school and put to work in a shoe-blacking warehouse when he was 12 because his father had squandered his money and been imprisoned for debt. He later returned to school, but at 15 abandoned all formal education to become a solicitor's clerk, then a court stenographer, and at 17, a newspaper reporter. By the time he was 24, however, Dickens had already started to make his mark as a writer, with the publication in installments of the Pickwick Papers, which was a huge success for the public. The same year, he married Catherine Hogarth, who would bear him 10 children. From that time onwards, outwardly at least, Dickens was the successful and contented author living the respectable Victorian life, Victoria having assumed the throne in 1837. Indeed, by all accounts, Dickens had both wit and charm. In one house, he had a secret door to his study that was disguised to look like a bookcase, with painted shells and the spines of books bearing fictitious titles. One set bore the title The Wisdom of Our Ancestors and included individual volumes on ignorance, superstition, the block, the stake, the rack, dirt, and disease. Beside them sat a single slim companion book entitled The Virtues of Our Ancestors, so thin that the title on the spine had to be printed vertically. After the success of the Pickwick Papers, Dickens continued to turn out long, successful novels. Oliver Twist, followed by Nicholas Nickleby, and The Old Curiosity Shop, a book adored by the public, particularly for its sentimental handling of the death of Little Nell. Not everyone has found it so touching, however. Oscar Wilde once remarked, one would have to have a heart of stone to read The Death of Little Nell without laughing. In 1843, Dickens published his most syrupy work, A Christmas Carol, which was an immediate success. His own favourite, the partly autobiographical David Copperfield, came out in 1850, followed during the next four years by two novels of social protest, Bleak House and Hard Times. An enthusiastic public eagerly awaited almost all of these, and Dickens became a national figure. Suddenly, in May of 1858, when Dickens was 46, his wife Catherine moved out, although nothing was said to the outside world. The reason? Ten months before, Dickens had met and fallen in love with an attractive actress named Ellen Nellie Turner, who was 27 years his junior. Two months prior to the collapse of his marriage, Dickens had written to a friend, The domestic unhappiness remains so strong upon me that I can't write. After his wife's departure, however, Dickens evidently regained his creative flair, turning out such masterful novels as A Tale of Two Cities, Great Expectations, and Our Mutual Friend. Meanwhile, his sister Georgina came to live with him, caring for his younger children and taking care of the, of the household. As he grew older, Dickens seems to have become inwardly sad and preoccupied, although outwardly as ebullient as ever. His American publisher called him the cheerfulest man of his age. 
He now increased his workload, contributing to magazines and scheduling public readings of his works around Great Britain and the United States. He undertook another tour of England in 1869, but abandoned it in April when he collapsed. Even then, he continued to work, starting the mystery of Edwin Drood and giving readings in London. Then, suddenly, on 9th of June, 1870, he died at his country house, Gads Hill in Kent. So revered was he by the nation that he was buried in Westminster Abbey. And that is the late great Charles Dickens. Happy birthday, sir. That's a great little piece. Very informative. Yeah, and uh, a tough uh, and interesting life he lived. Yeah. Full, full, of, uh, full of character and excitement, much like his books. The excitement of having a secret door in your house. Yes, I do want one of those. I've always wanted one of those. That's where I could I could hide behind that when you come to visit. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been there to visit down and a long time since I'll be going That's to visit. That's true. One of the small mercies of lockdown. Indeed, indeed. But that was fantastic, well, Donald. Thank you very for, much for, for this week, Andy. But uh, I look forward to uh, next week when it looks like we'll be having our contact, our, our colleague, um, Connor, uh, online with us to uh, talk about video games. We will indeed. We'll be um, reviewing and maybe previewing, um, to be confirmed, uh, some yeah PlayStation games, past, present and future. So um, looking forward to that myself. So um, yeah, everybody tune in for that one next week. Absolutely. Until then, keep well and slan live.